0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Money Time with Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. There was a survey released on Monday, Charlie, by something called the Irish Banking Culture Board about how people view the banks. But before we get to the findings, what the heck is the Irish Banking Culture Board?
1: It's a good question. I ask myself that often, Matt, to be honest. Um, it was set up in the wake of the Tracker scandal, and it's funded and set up by the banks, essentially. This is a bid by the banks themselves to try and you know, you increase trust in the banks, to get them to think ethically and think in terms of consumers. It's headed by a former High Court judge, John Hedigan, and it's got members on, from the various banks, on senior members from the banks on its board, but they're in the minority. It's got other good people on it, to be fair, like people like Porik Kassan, um, a happy Kerry man this week, who... Sorry, um, Parik
0: Kassan, of course, was the champion, wasn't he? Yes. Lady, of the people who have been so badly treated over the track of mortgages.
1: Exactly, yes. He's, he's he's fought those cases, and he knows banks inside out. He knows all their tricks. So he's a good egg, you know, and he's on that board. So it's an attempt... to. suppose it's been set up in April 2019 the, the Irish Banking Culture Board is an attempt to kind of improve the the, the way banks operate to get them th- more customer focused and to, to change that culture. You know, culture is one of those big words, but it's about thinking more about consumers and not just thinking about their own, um, you know, uh, balance sheets and, 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 their their own corporate and commercial interests. So, so it's to kind of change that focus to it's train. It's working the staff. very
0: well though, is it, according to this uh, survey that they've conducted and released? It
1: certainly isn't. That would be fair enough to say. On the other hand, the people who set it up would say, well, this is never going to happen quickly, given the scale of the problems, given the scale of the mistrust. And you're right, Matt. I mean, the the, the latest results from uh, regular surveys that they do of consumers and and businesses and farmers, and they ask them, you know, what levels of trust do you have in the banks? the um, the banks have failed again. If it was an exam, they would have failed it. They came in at a minus 25, and that minus is, you know, it, it, it's a bad result, basically. Uh, now, it's a slight improvement from last year. It was minus 28 last year, but there's nothing to celebrate there in the minus 25. SMEs or small firms. You know, slightly better results for them, but farmers, farmers, minus 77. Farmers just don't trust their banks at all. They're kind of assessed on... the the banks were assessed on their abilities, their integrity, their dependability and the purpose of what they do. So, you know, it it compares very unfavourably as well, Matt, with with international surveys. The most recent one was was done last year and it was a plus 16 is, is, is the way they looked at it for international banks. So you know, Irish banks still have a long way to go to build trust among consumers. There's, there's deep-seated Charlie. wounds there, Matt, I'm afraid. When
0: was this particular survey conducted? Because I think that might be relevant as well.
1: You're absolutely right there, Matt. It was done in March and April, and that was before this record fine for AIB. Uh You know, 56 different regulatory uh, breaches found by the central Bank to do the trackers, trackers, basically. Uh, You know, and remember... 21 families lost their homes through the actions of AIB and EBS. Uh so that you know the the, the, the it was before that that fine was issued that fine was issued a couple of weeks ago and uh you know AIB came out of it very very badly. Um the whole tracker thing still lingers. I mean people have long memories in this country we're like elephants, you know. And why wouldn't we? You know, uh, we we bailed out these banks and the thanks we got f- was was higher taxes, the USC property tax et cetera cuts in services, um, it cost us, you know, to to leave out Anglo-Irish Bank out of it, there's about 30 billion euros had to be put into those banks to bail them out. And, you know, the thanks we get is the tracker scandal, where 41,000 people had trackers removed when they shouldn't have had them removed. And uh, 99 homes across all the lenders were lost. 99 homes. I mean, it's just extraordinary stuff.
0: Yeah, but you see, also the banks would turn around and say that uh, they actually haven't been forcing repossessions and the rest of it and that if they had been doing so, then maybe interest rates would be lower for borrowers. Because I'm just looking at new central bank figures out today and show that average mortgage rates in May in Ireland were 2.73% compared to a euro area, aver- sorry, area average of 1.76%. So nearly 1% higher is the cost we're as mortgage holders are still carrying in Ireland compared to the rest of Europe.
1: Yeah, and they would argue that the regulations are tougher here now, to be fair to them, um, you know, and that, and that we're still suffering this legacy and because They can't repossess homes. They have to put aside more capital every time they issue a mortgage. Um, That's a rule imposed on them by the central Bank. And this is one of the reasons why they have to charge more for mortgages. You know, mortgage rates might have come down a little bit here in the last, uh, you know, the latest figures. But um, they're still, you're right, they're still way above the the European average. But, you know, and banks would also argue, argue as well, look at, hold on a minute, during COVID, we gave 180,000 payment breaks for, for, for borrowers, you know, and that was business borrowers and mortgage holders, uh, you know, who, who who lost their incomes because of COVID restrictions, etc. cetera, that also argued that they've opened 18,000 accounts for Ukrainians who come into this country, uh, you know, and that, that, that they, they were big backers of this new shared equity scheme, First Home. So, you know, yes, they're doing some things right, but it's going to take a long time for people to give them much credit. I think, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult at the moment when there's such a peak with Ulster and KBC leaving. Uh, you've also got branches closing down. That really affects people. Well, you know. actually,
0: I was just about to bring that up, Charlie, because I think this is one of the things that, how are the banks going to rebuild trust if so many of the services they're now providing are automated, that when you have a genuine need to actually talk to somebody in a bank, that it can take so long now to get an appointment when branches have been shut all over the place and the branches that are open, you end up being caught in a lengthy queue if you don't get an appointment.
1: Yeah, I don't think banks get this to to the extent, you know, and you're absolutely right, Matt. You know, the, the, when 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 you're used to being having a branch there, and suddenly it's it's gone digital, and you're asked to ring, make a phone call if you need to do something complicated, or you're asked to do all the work yourself online. You know, people find that very impersonal. And you know, and 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 you know, sure, so, so, so I could have a Revolut account if, if 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 that was the case. You know. Well,
0: that says you're not going to get anyone to talk to a Revolut, are you? No,
1: you're not. You know, Revolut has no branches. it's no cash. You know, you don't get to talk to people, you get you you talk to a bot. You know, so you know, this is why a recent Department of Finance survey found that um ninety seven percent of people still do their main current account banking through a traditional retail bank. But the people get very annoyed when branches close down. They really see that as a blow, and particularly the way Bank of Ireland handled uh, the closure of branches during COVID. They closed down ninety-nine branches temporarily, saying they were too small to accommodate people during, a, you know, a COVID uh, a, a pandemic, and and they weren't safe, so they were closing them temporarily. Now a lot of people at the time, and I asked this, the Bank of Ireland said they're not reopening. They just won't reopen, and you know, guess what? Most of them didn't reopen. They opened for a while, and then eventually they were they've been shut down. But on the other hand, banks will say. Look, it's commercially unprofitable for us to have banks. You know, people are not going into banks the way they used
0: to. Yeah, but I mean there's a chicken and egg sort of thing about this, isn't there? Because okay, maybe people were going into their bank branches less often because they were doing things on their phone apps, if the phone apps were actually working properly. But when they did go into their branches, they found because they were so poorly staffed, they would end up in long queues. So then they decided not to go in. They were almost been disincentivized from going in because of a lack of staff. And then that provided the banks with an excuse to say, well, people aren't coming in. So we're going to close down the branches.
1: Yeah, I think there's absolutely loads of truth in what you're saying there, Matt. You know, you, you, you know, it's an uncomfortable experience. I don't want to go near a, a, a branch. If, if I ever have a cheque, I'll, I'll, I'll deposit it into my AIB account through the post office because it's a much more pleasant and f- faster experience. And they're nicer people. I know them. You know, they're nice people. And I, I know the local post office people. But, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, the, the, the branches are busy places. If you can get into one, if you do need to get money for one, if you need to open a joint account, you need an appointment, it will take ages. The simple solution here is to have more and better customer uh, helplines for, for people. But, you know, the central Bank did a survey on this and found that people were waiting up to two hours to get through to a bank. So, you know, that's, you know, it's all very well closing branches, but give us something on the other side so that if we do need to speak to somebody, at least he can get through on a phone line. So, you know, that, that's where I think the the regulator could step in and be more, far more assertive and say to them, you need to do far better. You need to have far more people manning phone lines. If, 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 if we're going to have, you know, busy branches and fewer branches, there needs to be an alternative for people who need to ask questions of a bank.
0: Listener says Revolut is helpful when you have an issue that it goes out of its way to help, and can't be said the same for AIB. So do they do they do have people for taking phone calls at the likes of Revolut? Do they?
1: I don't, not as far as I know. It's my understanding that it's 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 pretty much online. You you, you send an email. Uh, you know you, you you engage in chat as they call it. You know. Oh, with a chatbot. Um, with a chatbot, yeah, exactly. Oh. The, 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 you know, <laughs> this is why only one percent of people, according to. Uh, Uh, research that was done for the Department of Finance, only 1% of people have their main current account with a digital bank. You know, it will get bigger, Matt. It will change. But, you know, I mean, this is what banks will say to you when you put it to them, that nobody is trusting them.
0: Do you engage with chatbots, do you? Do you not find yourself feeling utterly frustrated as you're trying to... It actually builds your blood pressure up trying to negotiate with a chatbot, be it with a bank or be it with an insurer or be it with uh, complaints to Just Eat or Deliveroo when they fail to send you the food to the right place.
1: Yeah, it's very frustrating, Matt. You're absolutely right. I mean, unless it's a very simple query... That can be dealt with quickly. Most people, most people are old-fashioned about these things.
0: They want to I know. talk. And with I And I've beings. just been told I sound like a grumpy old fella going off on that one, so I better <laughs> leave that go. <laughs> All right, Charlie Weston, we leave it at that. Thank you very much. The last word with Matt Cooper weekdays from four thirty. Today FM.